Welcome to the At Home Workouts Blueprint Rapid Implementation Guide. This is lesson one of five, where we're doing a deep dive into how to ensure you don't hit the at-home training hurdle that sabotages success. I'm joined here with Rad Bormeister and Richard Lellies, both co-founders of Unity Gym and the Unify Movement System, plus expert physiotherapist Phil White. And I am Yanni Bormeister. If you're watching the live podcast recording and uh, or the uh, <laughs> if you're watching the live podcast recording this week, we're doing a special series on how to implement our at-home workouts blueprint, the ten secrets to a better workout at home that your friends get in the gym. If you're tuning in from the UMS Movement Mastermind. Facebook group on the podcast or the Unity Gym YouTube channel. Guys, you can download this blueprint and it is a really wicked document. We have shared some really big insights that we've learned since we rolled out the at-home workouts blueprint. Other than a few tech issues there with sound, how is everyone this morning? Good. Yeah, I'm great. Feeling pumped. And uh, for those of you that are tuning in and uh, watching this rapid implementation guide for the first time, you guys are getting a real benefit here because you're you're getting this info well and truly after this this at home workout uh, rapid implementation guide was tried and tested, and the at home workout programs uh, were done. I've I did these programs every day for twelve weeks, or Monday to Friday for twelve weeks during the lockdown period, uh, right at the start of COVID nineteen in Australia. And man, did it change me! You know, I I uh, put on um, seven kilos of muscle and I leaned up. And uh, you, you know, we've got before and after pictures of me because I was training every day with my shirt off. It was an, an amazing transformation. And, and what we've put together here um, is, uh, you know, is not just random um, information. It's what we, what we found uh, really worked for people over that 12-week period. And, and, and when we thought, you know, how can we help people that are still in lockdown? And that's why we put this stuff together. And for those of you that are watching on the live stream, the question of the day, what I want to know is, that if you were joining us in the at-home workouts, what did you do to keep yourself motivated every day? I know that there's a lot of you that are watching the live show uh, today in our UMS Movement Mastermind that actually did those at-home workouts with me. So let me know, what did you do to keep yourself motivated every day? How did you manage to train five days a week consistently whilst, whilst you're in lockdown? Uh, other than other than looking at your amazing rig <laughs> on the tele, uh, on the screen now, um, I want to uh, say hello. We got a special guest. Well, he's a special guest because he ha isn't usually mic'd up. Richard, how you doing, Richie? Hey, Yanni. Hello, guys. Hello, everybody watching the show. How's it going? The big rig, the stud, the big there rig is. behind the mic. We've got him a mic for this series, and who knows if it if it if it works out and he likes it, then we're going to keep him on the mic. How are you, Phil? Good, man. Good. So everyone who has downloaded the blueprint and you're in this course, you're very lucky because we've got four very insightful minds here who are going to work step by step through creating a little bit more of an actionable plan because the blueprint is phenomenal in regards to the fact that it gives you the biggest secrets, the biggest lessons, the biggest aha moments about why our at-home workouts program was so successful and it breaks it down into 10 key elements. Uh, but unless you're a little bit savvy or privy to exercise, you may find that you need a little bit more guidance to get you started. And that's what this week's uh, series is all about. Today, we're going to take you through three simple steps. Step one is to diarize time for your workouts in your calendar for the next 28 days. Step two is to set a goal for 12 months, six months and 28 days 
which we call making your plan or, or your fitness strategy session. We'll go deeper into that. Step three is to create a workout space that motivates and inspires you to train. And that's something that um, those two key points, I know that we're going to have lots of people on the live show in the UMS Movement Mastermind group who did the at-home workouts with us uh, many moons ago. Some of them may still be doing the workouts. And I'd love, to, I'd love for you guys, as Rad said, to share what you have done in that regard. Have you created a workout space? Have you created goals or a plan? You know, And Phil's going to give us some really good insight into how he does this with his physio clients as well. Because um, you know, creating goals, creating a plan is really, really important. But unless you sort of um, cr create tangible milestones or stepping stones or check-in points, it's not nearly as effective. And we'll go into that in just a sec. Uh, first of all, though, let's talk about time blocking. This is super simple, but uh, I'm pretty sure Phil does this now in his business and, and in, his, um, uh, in his daily plan. I know that we all do it because we rolled it out company-wide, but why don't you share, first of all, Rad, what time blocking your calendar did for your organization and the chances that you'll actually get stuff done? Well, it's, it's revolutionary because you, I mean, we learned about time blocking from business coaches years ago. Um, it wasn't, we've applied it to our workouts because we applied it to our whole calendar. And, you know, it's this concept where you look at your calendar and you look at what you've, what you've got and, and, and you're, you, you know, you work through your priorities, meaning that you look at the things that are the most important down to the things that are least important and you time block them. You say, you know, this is the time that I'm going to do for this and this is the time that I'm going to do for this and that and everything. And, and you have to look at it and say to yourself, I, I know that I can do that. Like if you... Um, you know, if you know that you um, never get home um, until six o'clock and you tell yourself, oh, I'm gonna get the earlier bus so that I can do it, so that I can train at five, I wouldn't be time blocking my training from five until six based on something that doesn't work for you in your life. It has to be realistic. It has to be something that you know you can do. And so, and sometimes that means that you have to be quite brutal by you know stripping back some things that aren't um, as much essential, of a priority yeah. for you and that aren't essential. But you know, when it comes to training, yeah, it's really simple. If you don't time block it, if you don't put it in your diary as something that that comes before everything else at that time, then it's unlikely that it'll happen. It'll There'll be things that'll come up in the day that'll push it to the side. So, you know, you, you, if you're doing these at-home workouts, if you don't have access to a gym, if you're still in lockdown, then there is something that you've got that's really, really works for you, and that is you have more control over your time. Most people do, um, during this lockdown period, they have a little bit more control over what they do uh, with their time because you don't have, um, you've removed travel, you know, you've removed travel from your diary. So put put it in your diary say I'm going to do it at this time do it at a time that you know nothing's going to get in the way of uh, and that's the very first step to success it's going to really really set you up um, you know for success yeah time blocking is a time management method that divides your day into blocks of time obviously each block is dedicated to accomplishing a specific task or a group of tasks and only those specific tasks with exercise time blocked in advance you will be much less likely to skip it but I want to like pre-frame this for people because not everyone's going to be in lockdown. There's going to be people that are going through this course a long time from now who, uh, you know, maybe the the, uh, the COVID period is well and truly done and dusted. And I think that exercise at home can become really tricky in that regard because you can it can be nudged aside easily when you when you've got a schedule when you've got an agenda and you're really rushing through it and i know we've got kids at home getting the kids organized in the morning to 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 preschool and things like that is a 
very stressful period, you know. Yeah. And so um, for those of you out there who are, you know, maybe quite busy all the time, this is the first step. You, if you don't diarise time in your calendar to actually uh, exercise, it'll never get done. Yeah. It'll never get done. And, and uh, do you time block in your, I mean, you obviously do with your patients and things. Yeah, like it's been that, a really... A tricky one with me because I'm kind of jealous looking at your calendar because everything is like it's it's a work of art your calendar it's all these different colors <laughs> and they're all like perfectly sort of in the right spot um, and with my job having uh, clients booking in at, at you know basically whenever they want um, that can really mess with me but I've just tried to set in some clear times where um, and also because I'm trying to work on uh, I guess upskilling my understanding of how to run a business because I'm trying to start a few little online things as well as figuring out how to run a business in the gym and also doing my own education around physiotherapy. So I'm constantly upskilling um, my own you know, professional skill. It's, I've just had to set some certain rules around when I uh, tackle those different elements. And, and you know, the bus is when I listen to business podcasts, when I do my workout, it's when I listen to physio um, educational content. And then, yeah, I've, and, and that's kind of how I'm like trying to put certain things together so that I know that I always tick that off so yeah. when I'm traveling it's always business stuff when I'm working out it's always physio stuff and yeah and that's <laughs> what it's about it's about lifestyle design and wh what you said there when you're referencing my calendar it took years for me to get it to that point and and my calendar yeah. and the way I time block is a representation of how I've designed my yeah. lifestyle exactly and it's changed your priority has been very much about you know making this whole uh, business work and this company work which is very different to your old job of as a Being personal a PT, trainer yeah, <laughs> and that's so right. you've, you've now made that priority and therefore you've yeah like that's been represented in your absolutely in your absolutely but I, I i cannot stress to you all how powerful this is uh that you get started i mean even if you're not doing at-home workouts time blocking is a tr is a truly beneficial and rewarding system to implement into your life and i i'm pr pretty fanatical about it i time block time to take a wee I, I don't literally but i like to have a protein smoothie or meditation everything is in there everything's got allocated time throughout the day if i want to get it done it's in my calendar and i knew that like when i was uh I stayed at home while these guys are still in the gym and one thing that I kind of realized after a little while was if I'd been inside all day then like I was just going to go absolutely bonkers and I needed to fit in some kind of uh, outside time and so I had time blocked like I blocked off um, the hour before sunset uh, every day because I tried to do the home workout in the morning and then but if I'd only done the home workout and stayed inside all day I was just my I felt yeah like a, a, totally yeah. nuts yeah and so I'd go for a surf every day the hour before sunset and yeah. that was yeah. beautiful I oh, see I'd even time blocked the surf yeah. Oh, yeah. There. It was yeah. the hour before. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> okay, step two, and uh, I'll throw this one over to Rad and Richie because uh, this is something that um, you guys uh, definitely are aware of. We talk about being fo um, process focused a lot. Step two is about setting goals and how to actually create goals. Now, I'll, I'll pre-frame this by reading exactly what the uh, guys would have received in the email that accompanies this lesson, um, uh, which goes into a little bit of the psychology around setting goals. In 2015, psychology professor Dr. Gail Matthews conducted a study that provides empirical evidence for the effectiveness of goal setting. But most importantly, her uh, work concentrated on creating an actual strategy for achieving the goals, which raised the chances of success by a massive 76%. And the key elements were not just to write the goal down, you had to create a strategy of uh, achieving the goal, which required breaking it down into bite-sized chunks that you could sort of um, 
user's stepping stones that you were progressing correctly, and then getting accountability with an accountability group or buddy where you reported in regularly how your progress was going. Now, we do that really powerfully in our uh, UMS Movement Mastermind and in our UMS Online Coaching private Facebook groups, which uh, if you are listening to this course and you've downloaded the blueprint, you can jump over and join. The UMS Movement Mastermind is a free group to join and you will be able to other than uh, many things with, like getting free sort of coaching and, and feedback from our amazing tribe, uh, you'll be able to jo join on and see these things get filmed live, which is uh, pretty cool. At Unity Gym, though, we teach our tribe to make a 12-month goal, which we call our big, hairy, audacious goal. Then we break it down into six-month, three-month, uh, and 28-day stepping stones, and then focus on daily behaviors that will move you forwards for the next 28 days. Now, this is something you're very passionate about, Rad, being uh, um, process-focused, mm -hmm. not goal-focused. Why don't you explain that? Yeah, absolutely. So the the concept of process focus versus goal focus is when you're goal focused, the the best way to disc, um, that I think most people could probably relate to is that a weight loss goal. It's probably the most common fitness goal that the majority of people in the world have is a weight loss goal. So let's say that you want to drop um, thirty pounds, and your the goal is to drop thirty pounds. And when you're goal focused, you spend all day, every day, obsessing over the goal of losing thirty pounds. But every time you stand on the scales, all you see is what is now, and it can't be affected in real time. And it starts. You start to note the only thing that you start to notice is how far you are from the goal. So you notice that you want to be thirty pounds lower, but right now you're not thirty pounds lower. And as time goes by, and it doesn't take long at all before that becomes really, really, really demotivating. Whereas if you swip around, uh, flip it around to being process focused, you set your goal, and the goal is something that you write, and then you kind of set and forget. Like you write it down, and, and that's my goal, that's what I want to achieve. But then you focus on the process. So the focus on the process is, okay, I want to lose 30 pounds. So what I know that I need to do is X, Y, and Z around my diet. Um, I need to, there's all so many different ways that you can do it. I know that I need to uh, not drink alcohol on weeknights. I know that I need to get eight hours sleep. I know that I need to, you know, change these behaviors. And then you focus on those behaviors. And that's what you focus on all the time because the behaviors are, uh, man, you can manipulate them in real time. You can either do them or not do them every single day. Uh, and they push you closer towards the goal. So um, yeah, what, what I like to do is I, I have a big goal you know, and my big goal, it, it, it could take me years to achieve um, certain goals. Some of my goals are, um, you know, physical skills, like, you know, being able to do one arm pull-ups and calisthenics movements and big weightlifting movements. So, so they're long-term goals, but then I break that down into, um, you know, a 12-month and a six-month goal and a 28-day goal. And, and what, what you look for is, you know, what would success look like um, in 12 months? So if I achieve this in 12 months, how, d does that indicate that I'm on the right track to achieve my big goal? And for most people, like even having a 12-month goal is a long way away, which is why we say start with 12 months. But then you reverse engineer it six months and 28 days. And, and, and what I like to say for most people, for most people, I like to give them the exact same 28-day goal no matter what it is. And the 28-day goal is really just to create consistency with your training because consistency with your training is the easiest, shortest win that anybody can achieve that is guaranteed to be putting you on the right track for, for any physical goal, any goal in the gym. Um, and if you do that and you manage that, then all you do, like once you created that goal, you just focus on the process. And the, and the process for the 28 days becomes really simple. It's just turn up.
Yeah. It's just turn up and, and do something, yeah. you know. Yeah. And and then you don't have to because if your goal is, uh, if, if you're focusing on the goal, then you you get really um, upset if you don't do a good workout. You know, like if you turn up to the gym not feeling like it one day and, and you, you don't put in 100% or you lift less weight than you did the day before, that can become really demotivating. But if the goal is simply to just turn up and do the work, then you win as long as you walk in the door and, and do your workout. Or if, you, if you're training at home, you win by just turning on the TV and doing the at-home workout. It doesn't matter how hard you go or how soft you go. But if you create that habit, then you are absolutely well and truly on your way, yeah. you know, to achieving those goals. The person I've seen who is the best at consistency of process probably ever is Richie. So yeah. I, I want to know, I want to know the secret. I'll, How I does it work? Exactly, <laughs> like, I was thinking about exactly the same thing because Richie is such them. a silent assassin when it comes yeah, to it training and, and, um, and achieving goals. And he has, um, I've, uh, I'm, I'm lucky enough to not have known Richie, um, for quite a long time. Same with rad and he's transformed his body and his physique and his skill and strength it, it, incredibly much. Um, but you don't hear much about it. Nope. Like he kind of just turns up, does the work, and he's usually the, the uh, I mean, arguably the most consistent out of all of us Definitely. here. <laughs> Rad is um, pretty damn close, uh, but Richie, you know, tends to just he, he, he just sneak out, and then he's there, and he's doing his workout, and he'll go through injuries, and he's had plenty. You've had plenty of injuries in the past year or two. So what's your what's your trigger? Because this kind of feeds into what we're going to wrap up this today's lesson in, which is about igniting your motivation. What's your thing what's your ritual what's your trigger that just you just switch it on you're like boom this is it i'm doing it i just tell myself just get it done yeah just get it done i um i, I personally feel a bit depressed when i don't train it's a big uh endorphin hit it's something that really um it's probably one of the better parts of my day so when i don't get it done i feel bad and i feel worse not having done the workout than psyching myself up and doing it so that's how I get it done. Every day I just think, fuck, I'm not going to not do it. I'm just going to get in there and do it. I think that and a lot if, of people can relate to that Even feeling. if it's not my 100%, even if I'm feeling bad, if I'm feeling low energy, I didn't get a great sleep, anything is better than nothing. And um, yeah, and by, by the end of the workout, I, I generally feel a lot better. Like I might start the workout with really low energy, but maybe a couple of sets in, I'll be feeling like that I'd never had that feeling like before that. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. You know? I had one of those workouts on Friday when we were training together. Uh, Rad and I were sitting here behind the desk working and uh, we'd all gone and had a uh, lunch together, the whole team, because we celebrated a milestone. And uh, I said to Rad, oh man, I am like, I'm in a coma after that lunch, you know, and we had like eggs and bacon and, and uh, some really healthy gluten-free toast and avocado. Like it wasn't an unhealthy lunch. It was lunch. a great lunch, but it was uh, big. But it was a big lunch. And I, uh, you know, I just slipped into a coma on my, in my chair working and I was like, how are we going to get this deadlift session done, the Savo? And Rad sort of looked at me and said, I don't know if I'm going to train. And then a few seconds later, he jumped up and got out and did it. And so about 20 minutes after that, I dragged myself out and Richie was already out training. And then Rad sort of pumped through his workout, got it done. He had to bail. And Richie and I kicked on for about 45 minutes afterwards. And uh, I ended up having the best workout of the week. You know, so it's like, it's so true what you said. You don't always start feeling 
amazing. And, and, and that's a good example of what we call about the minimum viable workout and your goal workout and then the ideal workout. You know, the minimum workout is like the bare minimum of what you want to do. The goal workout is, you know, what you do every day. And then your ideal workout is what you do if you get everything right and, and you're feeling great and you've got all the time and your injuries aren't plaguing you. And what got me through it was I just said, I'm just going to do the minimum workout. I'm, yep. I'm just going to get the minimum workout done. And for me, I've made a decision recently that my minimum workout on a Friday because I hate deadlifting and um, it's not directly related to my goal. My goals are all around calisthenics and stuff, but I, I, I know how important it is for me. And so I just said, I've just got to do my five sets of deadlifts. I've just got to do it and I actually lifted more weight. I actually hit my equal PB. I did um, four reps at 180 kilos, which I've only ever done once before. But I really, I just said, oh, look, I'm gonna start at 140 and I'll increase by 10 kilos every set for five sets. And if I get that, then I'll finish on 180. And I did, I finished on 180, it was great. Yeah. So if anyone's feeling like sluggish with their workout and it's not your best workout ever, just look at Richie's rig. It speaks for itself. That <laughs> <laughs> thing is terrifying. Absolutely. <laughs> so so should we go through some of these? V yeah, we are. We're getting some really great just um, really ideas. want to um, talk with, with the physiotherapy side of goal setting. It's the most common reason why people don't get through um, you know, a good result from physio is basically they turn up to an appointment and they have a certain idea about what they want to achieve long term. And then the physio might be on a different page about that. And basically then, you know, if you're someone in this group who really loves a challenge, like to stay engaged in the training, having like, um, you know, to train hard, and then you go to a physio who's just got you lying on the floor doing little muscle activations and, and doesn't give you a clear pathway how to get, how that fits in with your goal and how that gets you back to doing the kind of stuff you like and doesn't keep you engaged in your process of, of training, then that's the reason why people like, drop out of physio yeah. and yeah. so I think it's just and, so and creates a bad name for physio you know people oh I tried yeah. physio so it's okay when you are talking like looking at your goals and your processes for training you've got to see how that like fits in with every other part of your life and, and bring it all together including if you are dealing with healthcare issues yeah yeah. now we've got some really great feedback from our tribe in the UMS Movement Mastermind private Facebook group and I want to get to that in just a sec the last step here step three is about igniting your motivation by creating a familiar space to exercise and if you are uh, really going to dive in and dedicate your um, training to be at home, uh, which I think is a great idea, and the um, the UMS at home workouts program proves that you can get an incredible result as long as you follow proper programming, which we're going to go deeper into later on this in this series. But what I think is a really good idea is, you know, we all have our triggers. Like for me, it's, I go and get my weight belt, lay my uh, squat shoes out if I'm lifting, squatting, or, you know, you, you have your little trigger. Some people it might be a certain song that they put on or they put their gear on or whatever else. But it does help for us. Like we are graced to have the um, um, fortune that we're in an amazing gym that we've created that's perfect and ideal for us and it's our environment. Uh, which makes it easier for us to get it done. So I suggest that you guys do the same at home. You know, decorate a space. We've got motivating quotes on the walls. Maybe pin up some images of people that you aspire to. It could be Rad or Richie's rig, you know. <laughs> They'd be great. Uh, I can, if you want, um, DM me and I'll send you some photos of them. You know, yeah. But uh, that's, I think that's the last step here. Um, and, uh, and, you know, by dedicating a little workout space at home, I think that you'll be much more likely to get it done. And know what makes you tick, because like, I found for one thing, I found it really hard to engage in the home workouts when I was in the little windowless room in the back of my apartment. But when I um, moved it to in front of the sliding doors, big glass doors are even better on a nice day, getting outside into the garden, doing it in the grass, like that makes me feel alive. That makes me feel excited and motivated. And it's 
um, yeah, just so important to think about the space you're in and does that like motivate you, know, you yeah, or turn, exactly. switch you off? That's a great point. Really great feedback. Really great. Now let's go through Rad. Why don't you go through you and Richie take us through some of the comments that we've got here? Yeah, so, the, really so the great question feedback. of the day is that if you were joining us in the at home workouts, what did you do to keep yourself motivated every day? Lee Clements has said, I got organized the night before clothes, equipment, etc. And interacted online to be accountable. I felt ahead of the crowd because my gym she's referring to um, us was still open. Uh, Lee's saying that, you know, we were her gym. So that was that that kept it going. And also set up a good space in the garage, Matt's smart TV to stream. So that's just huge. It's such an important thing. You know, the the research shows that we've only got that the every decision that we have to make actually uses energy and uses willpower and our willpower diminishes as the day goes on and so if you can limit the amount of decisions that you have to make in the first thing in the morning um, then your chance of getting going and doing what you what you intended the night before is far greater and so it, that's like the first step to success is that you don't you don't have to make decisions in the morning you you do everything that you need to do the night before so I do that myself because I get up at 430 and I have to I, I, I have pushed my wake-up time back as far as I possibly can to be able to get to work so there's no time for figuring out what I'm gonna do so my clothes are laid out my bags packed my lunch is in the fridge in the in the container and the only thing I do when I get up is I get up, I go to the bathroom, I get dressed with the clothes that are already there and I grab my lunch and walk out the door. There's no decisions at all. Yeah, yeah I love that idea of friction. Like you yeah. just got to make doing the activity you need to do in the morning yeah. as, as low friction yeah. as possible. So, so, if you haven't, really so if you haven't set yourself up like what Lee's talking about, then that just what Phil just said is, is, is so true. There's friction in front of what you have to do that you have to pull past. You have to figure out where are you going to set up your workspace? Do I move that? Do I do this? So if you do all that the night before, it's just huge. 100%. Yeah. And there's a great book, if anyone wants to go deeper on that, called The One Thing by Gary Keller. And he talks about yeah, what's so happening good. on a social psychological level when you lay friction in front of you. Um, continuing on, so Dave, Dave Clark. Clark. Yeah, so Dave Clark saying, it's the at-home workouts which kick-started my motivation. The added commentary created the feeling uh, like you were in a group class, even though I, I was on my own. Now I'm enjoying the foundations program as the gym is reopened. So what Dave's referring to there is that whilst I was doing the workout in front of the camera, we had Yanni on a microphone off to the side, uh, commenting on what I was doing, motivating people, and and uh, a lot of people have agreed with uh, Dave that that was just a huge part of the motivation. So we've all got Yanni yeah, to um one to of think my, for that. One of my mates from high school who got really into the home workouts very unexpectedly uh, can now pretty much recite each of the ones in the, the one that's <laughs> and like yeah, yeah that's it word for word um, <laughs> still watching them awesome. still doing them like months and months later so. yeah that's awesome <laughs> Mark Skolnick saying morning guys a big one for me was uh, to get your mates involved so that's that's awesome Mike you know the tribe that you have is, is a huge part of it and um, you can see that on the live stream even with like even if it's not your mates that you know you grew up with or whatever like just the people who yeah. were tuning in every day and saying yeah. hi to each other like, people connected yeah 100 yeah, like people really connected during the live streams and that's it this is really important that we point out this the social um uh accountability. accountability is a huge factor in the research that's gone into motivation and goal setting if you don't create um accountability by um recruiting other people you're much less likely to follow through with your goal and this is why we created these groups uh we have a we have three groups we have one group that's specific and reserved just for gym members here we have one group that's reserved for our online 
coaching members and we have the movement mastermind group which is for everybody and it is very very important and the people that get the best results are the people that are interacting and and posting their videos and and getting critique and getting accountability through the group you know yeah, that's brilliant sure. mike yeah. well done so erica is saying a few things for me the fear of knowing that not exercising at home could backtrack all the progress i'd made thus far uh, I saw it happen to some of my friends and I didn't want it to happen uh, to me. Sorry. Uh, went from three to four days per week at the gym pre-lockdown to six days per week at home, which I've maintained even after lockdown. Yeah, that was that's huge, Erica. Erica's crushing it. Erica, yeah. just quickly to build context, Erica is a member of Unity Gym. She's a beloved tribe member and she's now um, gone above and beyond and she's leading, uh, she's got a key to the gym and she has like, she's got a whole little tribe following her up to the gym yeah, every, Saturday every Saturday morning. Saturday, yeah. So um, not just you, Erica, training six days a week now, you've, you've created a, a little movement here in the gym. Rad yeah. was telling me the other day he came up to do his morning workout and there's like 15 people here training yeah, how good is that uh, erica's just got just killing she's crushing it, killing it. so many goals and she's added she's I mean, saying she's a ultimate athlete contender <laughs> yeah. this year so erica's saying also i miss the unity gym vibe and community so the morning workouts were my opportunities to get some of that that's awesome erica um so diane norbury is saying in the current lockdown in victoria i agree with lee clements in being prepared the night before and uh, is setting up my space i'm also trying to keep the same routines for going to bed and getting up even down to weekly food planning and prep as i would during normal work week also making time to listen live definitely keeps me motivated that's so cool diane that's really important too because it's so easy to i i've certainly uh, one thing that's crept back into my habit and kalisha's habit at home is m drinking more alcohol drinking yep. more wine yep. uh since this since this whole thing so yep. keeping to your original routines is so much better now this is a really important one what andy has said here i think this is really important for anybody watching this because you know if you d do start doing the at-home workouts you won't be doing them live with us but really listen to what andy has to say so andy said loved the live stream connection even though i was initially just watching the night before for him because andy uh isn't in the same time zone as us he's on the other side of the world so he was watching the live stream at night but then he was saying that i was re-watching whilst i was doing the workout in the morning and he was still getting highly motivated from it because the you know, you, when you watch those workouts and the interaction that we had and the way that Yanni's pumping me up and, 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 and talking about what everybody's saying that's doing the workout with me, it's a really motivating thing. So that's really cool to see. Yeah, I mean, Andy. it's just what must be one of the, the biggest things from the coronavirus is like the with social isolating is just, you know, we're such social creatures. And if you don't yeah. have that human connection it's just 100 percent not thrive <laughs> they've even they've even coined a term for it's called lockdown fatigue which is essentially yeah. depression caused by being in lockdown <laughs> yep. yeah yeah so lee clements is saying using yanni's yanni's mottos like squeeze it like i uh owe you know, money and money like cramps are bullies she's, she's saying that those are really <laughs> motivating and lee's also saying um ditto with erica from the three to four days a week to now five to six days a week for me now so many people have actually gone through that transformation yeah. from these at-home workouts. Yeah. I think it's really showed people the power of consistency and frequency. Yeah. Um, it's and actually really great that a couple of people have said that. Sorry to cut you off because we're going to talk about this later on in the series. Uh, for anyone who sees that we have a, a, a five or six day workout split because tomorrow we're talking about the workout split and how to create your own. Um, yeah, you know, it's not, there's nothing wrong with starting doing three days a week like that. You can still get amazing results. But the funny thing is so many people in our tribe start doing three days a week and we'll talk about this more tomorrow and then end up doing six, you know, and they never think that was possible before.
Um, now, look, guys, I, I hate to have to bring this in for a landing because we're having such a great discussion here. And honestly, I couldn't, I didn't even anticipate that we'd get such great feedback from our tribe. But of course, I should have because the UMS Movement Mastermind private Facebook group tribe are the best in the world. Um, but thank you guys for, for joining and, and giving us your feedback and sharing some insights, sharing some of your own personal experiences. That was really, really special because there's a lot of people who are going to be watching this or listening to the podcast podcast playback who have just downloaded the at-home workouts blueprint and what we're trying to do there is give people something that they can use to get started something that they can use to get uh you know to level up at home because you don't need expensive gyms you don't need thousands of dollars worth of gym equipment to get an incredible workout and these programs prove that and we want to pay it forward. We want the, the programs were such a success globally, and we want to get more people exercising. It's really opened my eyes to what can be done outside of the gym. Yeah, I mean, you guys are like the ones who are engaging here, here and now in this in this chat. Like you have seen this, and you it's, you've done it yourself, and you know a lot of this stuff already. But I'm sure you know people, your friends, your family, who could really uh, do us some help staying engaged in exercise and, yeah. and community. Yeah, yeah so. that's right. So this week we're going to go deep into this. Uh, tomorrow, as I said, we're going to be talking about how to maximize workout efficiency so you stay motivated to crush your goals and it's all about program splits on wednesday we're going to be talking about how to bring back program periodization and become your own pro strength and conditioning coach and that's really important it's about it's probably the the, the key element people call our, our at-home workouts revolutionary they're not we just stick to the basics and we stick to programming and periodization Thursday, we're going to talk about how to make your at-home workouts unbeatable by anyone else who's training in a fancy gym, and that's uh, really quite a cool topic. And then on Friday, we're going to bring this series in for a landing on how to guarantee your at-home workouts get better results than anyone else, and it's really about applying the practical practical principles that we talk about all the time. So thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, for all of you, big shout out that have downloaded the at-home workouts blueprint. I hope that you enjoy this uh, course, the rapid implementation guide. Each of these lessons uh, will be, I think, really, really beneficial to help get you from where you are now to the next level. Thanks, Phil, for tuning in and joining us. Thanks, Rad, and thanks, Richie, on the mic today for the More first rich. time. More thanks, rich. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great day, everyone, and we'll see you tomorrow for lesson two. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.